bring in Carrie first. Carrie, uh, what do we have sales-wise going on? What's what's new in Ignite that we can share with everybody? Well, sure. You're just like surprising me and putting me on the spot. That's uh, how we do it. That's fun. But, that's, that's Jake style. That, that is fun. Uh, we do have, if you missed Chelsea and Giselle yesterday, you're going to want to go back and listen to that recording. And they have given half off, like they're half off their five-week class for igniters. So we're going to make sure that if you haven't seen that, you're going to see that again because it it was wow. Um, and we had over 500 people on that call yesterday. So uh, hopefully, hopefully you get a chance to take a look at that. So, Peter, why, can't, why can't we circle 10 people, figure out who they are, have like a vote and say who they are and have those be the influencers and have those influencers get coached by those ladies fast. And then what those people could do, if they can do it fast, we could have like a view type thing at the annual meeting and because Giselle's going to speak too. And then right after Giselle speaks, they could come up and say, what did you learn? How long did it take you? Because by then, I mean, we're talking about reels. We're talking about stuff that people aren't doing necessarily because you can sense to compete. That's an idea, right, for going forward. So the, so the question is, can we round up 10 people quickly to be influencers, Lars, Carrie, and let's go and get them coach trained like right now? We can absolutely do that and start a conversation on that. And we can continue it as soon as this call is done. And if you believe that you are one of those people you want to be in on that, like, let Austin know, uh, let us know, and we'll we'll circle that today. Make sure uh, Roger Kuby and, and Brian McCall, you're part of that from what they did a couple last time. Yep. And Kelly Rock. But let's get that going. Let's have influencers 10 at the annual meeting and say, hey, here's what happened since February 2nd saying it can be done because what will happen, what people will say, we can't, it's too, we can't do it that fast. It's not going to happen. Let's do it. You got it. Okay. Look at the chat. The the chat is is talking about how uh, on fire that call was yesterday. And I a hundred percent agree with that. So awesome. Well, two other things that are coming up that you need to know about, like if they are not on your radar, you need to know about them. If you want to grow your business by focusing on um, the divorce segment of the population. That's that. Unfortunately, there are a large number of people who go through divorce, and there are specialties there. We have a divorce mortgage planning uh, specialist coming up next week. You will see that in your inbox as well. I'll put the link in the chat. And we're bringing you a real estate roadshow that is coming up February 15th. This is for your real estate professionals. So invite everybody that should be in, in your total expert today. And you guys will get images for that. You can share it with all of your team, but that's good. We have folks from underwriting, uh, Paul Cress from um, FLS. We have Steve Jacobson, your CEO, and Austin Lahr, as well as Paula from products. And it is the Realtor Roadmap, February 15th. So we'll drop that in the chat and get it out to you guys as well. Nice. Nice, nice. Thank you, Carrie. Also, too, I would add one more thing to that. Uh, Top Producer Podcast is launching next week. Uh, that is just me one-on-one -on -one with a top producer. Uh, we, we're interviewing all of them here at Fairway. They are going to give you their takeaways. It is very, I call it Jake speed. In fact, 
I, I thought about it this morning. We might want to rename the podcast Jake's Feed. Maybe. Nah, 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 nah. Just call. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so that one's launching next week, too. Uh, it's only a recording. It's just me one-on-one with them. Uh, it's pretty exciting stuff. Uh, Jake, do you want to you wanna say anything before we, we get going? Just think we need to circle some of this stuff. The dude that spoke with Barry and, and uh, Dan uh, on Reels. Really, a Reels, one to two a, a week, um, 30 to 45 seconds. It's like... To compete today, would you want to compete with people who are doing that? That's the question. Now, unless you're really established like the Linda Davidsons, who's got a, a you know, market in a, in a referral network from forever, or you too, Austin. But if you don't have that and you want to grow your business, how do you do it? We're not all, we're not all, you don't even have a nickname for Charlie. You just call her Charlie. That's the way it rolls. I and mean, we can't all just do 300 events a month like Charlie does, like right now. When she does it, she's probably at an event right now. So the point is that stuff, Lars is you can tell it that's part of the next step. We just got to circle the people that want to. We got to circle that and give them the opportunity to learn how to do it. I, I didn't know what a reel was till yesterday. I'm just kidding, right? That was for, for you. Um, but point is, we just got to roll. We got to get going. I, I, hey, Brian, I Mark, Brian, young Brian down there in Florida, my buddy Brian, when you see the real stuff, give me one to 10. You're 32. What do you think? You like it? Yes or no? It, it, it's addicting when people get on the reels and you just start scrolling, you can lose an hour um, just sitting there on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I think that it's really needed. Um, I follow a guy, uh, I think, who's coached by those ladies, Mark Bowie out of California, and his following's insane. His content's insane. He's here at Fairway in California. Mark's stuff is incredible, and I know that Chelsea and her team's had a big influence on that. So um, it, it, it's good stuff. Well, the, the real dude from, uh, I don't even know what his name is. I just call him Reels. Um, he's going to be at the annual meeting too. The guy that was with, with uh, Barry and Dan, he's coming to the annual meeting also. Neil. Yeah. Neil, Neil Reels. Yeah, that's his name is Neil Reels. Um, yeah. and anyhow, that's it, Lars. Just, this is a great call. I look forward to it. Yeah, awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support and always getting on these calls. And thank you uh, for all the exec members I see on here right now. We we truly appreciate you guys getting on and your support as well. So, uh, Kathy, I'm going to have you introduce our guests and then I'll, I'll kind of run with it. So, who who? what amazing guests did you line up today? Could so, I am going to start out with Joanna. And Joanna, I'm just, I am so excited that you're here because she is probably one of the most humble of our producers who really flies under the radar. And I just I just really, really have a heart for bringing her forward because she's really amazing. So what you may not know about Joanna is she's number one in units in the company for USDA, for Bond, and for, Linda, help me, Bond and FHA. Number one in our company. And how often do you hear her? Not enough. So Joanna, Joanna, thank you. Thank you for being brave. Thank you for, for stepping out. That's what this whole year is about and being willing to, 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 to really present and be with all of us um, because I know it's, it's not something you love to do. So you're doing this out of your heart, which is really what Fairway is all about. We're a family that shares with one another to help us to get better. So you're really exemplifying that. So tell us about you. Tell us about your takeaways. Thank you, Kathy. Well, I'm Joanna Camposano. Um, been with Fairway for uh, a year and like two months. Um, been in the mortgage business for about 20 years. Um, and like Kathy said, I do like to fly under the radar. I'm not, you know, always tooting my horn. Um, I like to keep it simple. 
Um, and my three things that I, I would say in 2022 that helped me, you know, increase my business. Um, one is knowing my guidelines really helped me a lot with, um, especially in this market, you know, I don't have the easy, tough, I mean, the easy loans. I do have a lot of tough deals and embracing the guidelines, knowing how to do manual underwrites and knowing all the ins and outs of the, the programs. Because like Linda said, you always have to be able to tell the story to the underwriter because you don't want them filling in the lines. Um, and that's really helped me a lot is, you know, knowing um, the, the support team that we have, like product support, you know, when sometimes you think like we don't have a product, email them, they're great. Um, I use a lot of the underwriting scenario where the company that I have, we didn't have that. And that's worked a lot as far as, you know, emailing the scenario and getting that reviewed up front has really helped a lot. Joanna, um, Joanna, what company did you come from? Where, where'd you come from originally? Um, Town Square Mortgage. Okay. How long have you been at Fairway? And, and for everyone that knows, where, where are you in the country? I'm in Del Rio, which is like right on the border in Texas. Okay. Um, so, I mean, our population is like 40,000. Um, so, it's not a big city. Yeah. And I've been with Fairway for one year. Okay. Perfect. 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 You know, and... And we were, you know, you were kind of going through your top three. One of the things you said that I thought was very interesting and things that we do here uh, through Ignite is you were talking about back to the basics, taking a good 1003. What? Yes. Tell us about that. Why, why is that important? So I know when I came from the other company and stuff, um, when I was first interviewing and stuff and, and I interviewed with, with Steve, was, my thing was like closing on time. We were always taking 30 to 45 days to close. And um, having to get extensions and stuff, you know, it's not the greatest thing having to ask for an extension. So, and I know with being Fairway, being a big company, I was like, well, you know, my files are going to get lost in, you know, translation or whatever. Um, but Steve told me, he's like, you know, it all starts with a good 1003. And that is so true. Um, getting full application, knowing everything up front. So you know how to structure the deal from the get-go and know what you're going to have to put in the file. So it goes smooth. So we've been doing really good, you know, three weeks closings for us. That's phenomenal. Not having to ask for an extension on, you know, contracts. It's really helped a lot. Hey, Joanna, um, I'm and our agents blur, are seeing I'm, that. I'm going to blur here, Joanna, because blurting is part of our core values. It's, it should be at the top. Um, <laughs> in the reverse mortgage space, it is the top core value. You know, it's blurting. Okay. So here's the deal. If I'm talking to Linda Davidson and Linda was part with was instrumental in recruiting you, I would know if I asked Linda, what's the number one thing about Joanna? And it's her, her humility. You are the kindest, nicest, most gentle. It, it wasn't easy to get you here, but since you've been here, if you, if you want anybody that exemplifies the core values of Fairway, you can't look any further than Joanna. She leads with humility. And you can tell by this call how she is. That's how she is. And Joanna, it's been a pleasure to watch you here do as well as you do because you've been double-digit closing months for months. Even though last year was goofy, you're always double-digit closing and double-digit closing in 2022 is impressive no matter, no matter where you are in the country. So I just think it's important when there's 223 people on this call and you've only been here for you know a year, how impressive you have been to all of us that watch you and you lead with humility, which is our first core value. Now, second core value might be blurting. We might shuffle them around a little bit, but first one is humility. 
Linda, does that make sense to you if just you and I are talking? Well, and I will say this, you and I were having this conversation yesterday. Uh, I I want to embarrass you a little bit. It comes from the top. You were the most humble guy I've ever met in my entire life. And so we truly appreciate that. And we on the street appreciate the the humility direction that we have taken this year. That is a that is a really big deal for all of us. So thank you, Jake. And that, now what we need to do as a company, Linda, we need to um and Joanna probably will say, I'm never getting another call with these people ever. <laughs> But, but we need to champion Joanna with the USDA background that she has. And she needs to be the face of Fairway for the USDA product. Because I agree. Thing, I agree. And it. just affordable housing in itself, sir. She, you know, number one USDA, number one FHA, and number one bond. And she believes in that affordable housing. She believes in her customer and the care she, I mean, she, she fights for these customers. Like, I mean, it's been so much fun. I don't like the word no. <laughs> she does not, but she knows her guidelines. And that's part of the big deal here is when Joanna says, you know, this is guidelines and she and I are side by side making sure that happens um, because she knows her guidelines. She has made it her business. It's not just, you know, it's just because it's me. Y'all need to do this. She knows her guidelines. And that has been so much fun to work with her on that. That is awesome. We definitely need to do that. And those aren't easy deals either, right? The USDA, the the bond. I I play in that that neighborhood too. I know. I know that's those are tough ones. You know, it's something that, you know, as we were going through this for this podcast, uh, it's great to be good at guidelines. You need that. It is so important, but you can't have that without the sales piece either. And you were talking about cold calling agents. I think that scares a lot of people. Will you tell us your system around that? Because because that can be scary, but it sounds like you're you're killing it with that. I always say, you know, I mean, service with a smile. That's my take, you know, um, and that positive energy, I think, that I bring to, to the table. Um, but calling new agents, you know, I mean, I'm always going through Facebook or Instagram and seeing who's a new agent and just calling them. They're like, oh, we've heard of you. Of course, you know, being a small community, a lot of my name is out there, of course. But they're like, we know that if there's a tough deal, you can do it. I'm like, yes, I can. And, and if it's an easy one as well, too, you know, just don't throw me all the tough ones. But um, I do call on agents and be like, introduce myself and say, hey, you know, if there's anything I can help you with. Um, we do offer a lot of products, but I strive on customer service. You know, you want to call me six, seven o'clock at night. I'm available. I always say it. it's like I feel like I'm a doctor. I'm on call. But I try to provide that service because not everybody can, you know, you know, um, eight to five be available. And I'm there to provide that service. Um, so, again, service with a smile. I, I love to help my people, especially, you know, my Hispanic culture that, you know, struggle to come with a down payment. And their dream is to own a home. And that's what I'm there for. And I love that. So I, I strive that to tell the new agents, hey you know, work with me, you'll have that service and you're going to look like a rock star. So that is that providing is awesome. uh, my agents the updates throughout the process of how that's going, you know, the loan is going, whether it's good or bad news, I tell them right away. I don't want them to be surprised at the end. So oh man, how important is that? Right. We've, we've seen all the LOs that can give the good news, but they can't give the bad news. That is 
That is yes. very, very important. Well, Joanna, thank you for being on the call. We appreciate you and you and I need to connect later. We, we gotta, we'll, we'll figure some things out IgniteWise. Um, so thank you, uh, appreciate that. Uh, Kelly Phillips, uh, can you unmute yourself uh, and, and get on here? I see you, I see you down in my corner. She's trying to unmute herself now. Do we need to, there you go. Can I do it? Yes, you are right. unmuted. Okay, don't are you? kill anybody. I'm good, I'm good. This is the first time I've been on a Zoom call where you actually see me. Okay, all right. Well, <laughs> we appreciate you getting out of your comfort zone in a little bit. Okay. Now, you were, you were in one of my favorite parts of the country. Uh, so, number one, how long you been at Fairway? How long you been in the, the industry? Where are you at in, in this world? Sure. So, I've been at Fairway for about five years or so. I am in Charleston, South Carolina, and I've been in the industry for about 20 years a little more, somewhere, somewhere around that area. That's awesome. If, if anyone on this call has never been to Charleston, South Carolina, you need to put it on your list. It is amazing, amazing stuff. Ray, let's write that down. We should probably go there for an Ignite event. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, what? <laughs> give us some numbers from, from last year, uh, volume, units, that kind of thing. All right. So I think I was about 55 million or so. And, um, it was a it was a definitely unique year. There was a lot of transition within my team. I relocated offices um, on top of where the market was. So that was it, it provided a unique and um, exciting year and great opportunity. So I think the biggest thing for me, I know you and maybe I'm jumping the gun, but you said you know pick out your key points of what helped you through that year. So much of it was mental and just, yeah. you know, staying focused and staying, you know, with my head down and, and, you know, eyes on the target. Well, one thing you said to me, and I absolutely agree with this full, like, I mean, a thousand percent is you were talking about exercise, uh, motivational podcasts, affirmations, like starting your day with that. I do the same thing. I will not even start returning emails, right? Until I've gotten my exercise in, I've listened to my podcast all right. of those things. Tell us about your, your, you know, your, your plan around that. What's that look like for you daily? Sure. So I start every day with a run and, you know, there are so many days where I'm snuggly in bed and my alarm goes off and I reach over and I hit snooze. And then I'm like, ah, you just got to get up. You got to move. You got to do it. And that little voice in my head's like, no, 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 you're good. 10 more minutes. Or you can just, you know, you ran yesterday. You don't need to run today. And really to, to, to get myself going, I'm like, one, two, three, go. And I don't really think twice about it. And I just go, when I say go, it means get your butt up, <laughs> get out of that headspace and get on with your day. And, um, and, you know, during my runs, that's when I'll listen to different podcasts. My favorites are Rob Dial. He's, I think he, with Mindset Mentor, he's definitely my favorite one to listen to. I've recently started listening to John Gordon. Um, Motivational Daily is, uh, they have Modversity, I think that's what it's called. And that one's kind of, I, I'm being yelled at all during my run. So that one's pretty aggressive with, you know, you have different athletes talking and saying, you know, here's where I was, get out there and just do it. So, um, so those are really my, my, favorite podcast to listen to during my run. And that time just really allows me to get my mindset in the right place of you got this, keep on going. And then of course, you know, once I get home, I'm like, all right, check, check. I'm, I'm already off to a great start for the day. So it just, you know, it really sets the day up for success. Um, a recent, I, you know, I also look at 
educating myself. And uh, one of the the recent actually speeches that I listened to, I don't know if y'all have heard of Damon West, but um, How to Be a Coffee Bean, phenomenal. Definitely check it out if you haven't heard of it. And, um, and you know, really just at the end of the day, the positivity and the mindset is, is a good way to start the day because really what you focus on expands. When you, uh, when we're done with your little segment here, then throw your, the podcast in the chat for everybody. There's, there's been some questions. So, uh, you know, one of the things you said is, uh, at least I found just like we need a coach, just like we need a coach to, to keep us motivated. I had to go get a personal trainer costs a little bit more, but I will tell you when you are paying for that, you are more willing to get up on time and meet somebody at the gym because you, because there's somebody there waiting for you. So it's, it's just like having a coach in your business. You've got somebody there that you don't want to let down. That you're meeting, that you know that kind of thing. So uh, if you are, if you're lacking that motivation out there, that's that's always a good way to do it. Um, okay, this also really hit home for me. But you talked about planning out your day and planning out your week before they start. How many of us are going and we're just flying by the seat of our pants, right? Uh, what what's your strategy around that? So I have a master list and then I have a sub list and, you know, maybe I'm an undiagnosed ADD person, but it's like, I have to stay on track. So, so even from that point, every so often I will need to just take a sticky and extract one or two things. And that's it. I'm like, this is it. I have to shut everything down. I have to fully focus on this task or, you know, this pre-approval to work on. And then I can work on the next thing. And then I might throw that sticky note away. I have a sense of accomplishment. Check, check. I get across it off the list and then really work on the next one. So, you know, I plan, I plan my day out. So I have scheduled calls, my pre-approvals, take a peek at the files in process if anything needs to be addressed. But hopefully those are rolling just fine because, you know, I really try to set myself up for success in the beginning. Beginning. My pre-approvals, I, I really essentially do like a preliminary underwrite on my files. And in that way, when I tell someone they're pre-approved, they're ready to go. I already have the income docs. I verified everything. We're, we're rolling. So very rarely do I have issues along the way, but that is part of my plan. Uh, as far as my day, I have, you know, am I going to do a video today or part of my week. I want to have two videos knocked out as far as um, videos that I can post on Facebook or Instagram and just get it out there on social media. I have my pre-approval follow-ups. I have my agent calls. So I really just structure my day and I structure my week. That is awesome. That, what, what are you using for video? Uh, like you using bomb bomb? What, what kind of technology? So I have... All right, I'm just getting into this, so I don't know if you want to take any recommendations from me. My uh, my husband has a little tripod thingy that's D. I think it's DJI. I don't know. It, it one of the apps, and that's where I just take the video. And then recently, I have hired a gal to handle my marketing aspect because I really don't know what I'm doing. That's not my, you asked me about mortgages and I got you covered. Marketing, I really, I, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm okay with that. So I take the videos and I literally text her a video or multiples and say, hey, pick your, pick your favorite and get it out there and critique me. Tell me what I need to do. Tell me what I need to change. What would you like to see differently? So- Well, you just said something really important. You said that that's not your thing, but you went and got help to do it, right? Absolutely. Yes. Um, okay. This is another one and I, that I loved. Uh, and, and will you explain what you mean by this? But you said being proactive and helping your future self. Yes. So when I work on a pre-approval, I actually take 
probably way longer than anybody else, but I will do, a, I'll complete a full review on the file and just make sure income's on point. I know exactly where down payment funds are coming from. And if I run it through DU or LP, I put that we have a gift versus not having a gift. If they're looking at condos, I put that it's a condo versus a single family because those are all things that are gonna impact your findings. So, you know, especially if the credit's borderline. So, you know, I really go through a lengthy process with my pre-approvals. I create a Word doc for every pre-approval that I, that I receive and I, I take all the notes and I even I'll cut and paste email conversations, put it in one place. So I'm not wasting time in the future going back and forth. Like, wait, are they having, do they have their own funds? Are they getting funds? If they're getting funds, how much are they getting? So on and so forth. And then I created an Excel spreadsheet probably about, I don't know, 15 years ago. And that's kind of my lifeline for all of my numbers. So when I have, I actually have a couple different versions. I have a pre-approval one that I've created. Then I also have a, you're, ready to make an offer or you have a contract one. And, and then I'll key in the numbers. I, I put it together where they can see their maximum purchase price point, um, the correlating monthly payments, estimated funds needed for closing, but then I'll show maybe three or four other examples within that spreadsheet, but it's in the fashion where they can alter those figures and play with them. So I have that together and, um, and that's really setting the notes up, having that Excel spreadsheet and that communication and documenting it and keeping it in one place, it helps my future self. And it also helps my team. So if I hand a file off and they're like, what's going on here? And I, so I don't always communicate effectively. You know, sometimes I'm like, here's the file. I know we're good, go. And, um, and you know, they're, they're like, what, what's going on? And they have to fill in those gaps. Well, they can always look in my notes and see what I've logged. That's awesome. And now how many people are on your team? So it's just me as far as originating. <laughs> and, how and many help? How, I guess uh, people are asking, you know, file setups and all that stuff. What, how many people? So, so yeah, so I have a gal who handles my disclosures and then she quasi handles my marketing. I send out one month, three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, uh, letters to customers after closing. I also send out monthly postcards. So she handles my disclosures follows up on docs and then handles my marketing items. And then I have another gal who works uh, part-time really, and she just kind of fills in the fills in the gap. She, she handles the setup area as far as order outs with title work, insurance, if we need VOEs, if we need COEs, if we need MERS, whatever, she'll do those order outs and then she'll chase down insurance and sometimes chase down title work if she needs to help out our processor. So it's, um, it, I've, three amazing people working with me. That's awesome. We can't, we're only as good as our team, right? So absolutely. absolutely. Kelly, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on this call. Don't forget, put your podcast. Everyone's asking, right. put your podcast in the chat. So everyone's got those and we'll send those out uh, when we send out the recording uh, after this too. So uh, Gitesh, my buddy, uh, can you unmute yourself? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. All right. I've known you for a long time now. Where are you at? In the world, uh, uh, tell us how long you've been at Fairway, how long you've been in the industry. So I am in, in Maryland, so in the D.C. metro area. Uh, it will be six years tomorrow at Fairway. So It'll be how much? How, uh, say that again. 2017. Six years. Six years tomorrow. All right. Tomorrow. Nice, nice, nice. And how long in the industry? Yeah. 20 years. Sweet. So a long time. Now give uh, us your numbers from last year. How, what were your numbers from 2022? So... Last year, I did 137 units for $82.5 million. 
That is great. That is great. Now, how many, and how many people on your team? So I have one full-time assistant and a shared LOA. Uh, she's bilingual, so she helped me with my bilingual client. Um, so last year was just me and Holly, so two people. That's very impressive. That is very impressive. All right, we, we got we got to get some takeaways here for this group, all right? So uh, you talked about, uh, ask your realtor partners why they work with you. Like, will you kind of expand into that, right? So, so you're gathering info from them to get better. Talk us through that. So, you know, I actually want to go back and say something about the podcast, right? So sure. the podcast is Secrets to Success. And to me, I've always believed that success is not a secret. And, you know, as we, as we listen to everybody, Joanna and Kelly so far, the things that they are doing are not really a best kept secret. They are just really doing everything that they do every day and they're willing to share it. It's just the application of that that makes us successful. So for me, when I ask my, my realtor partners, the response that I get from them is my consistency. I do the same thing every single time, no matter who the client is, whether it's a first-time home buyer, down payment assistance program, or a, a jumbo loan or a VA loan. The process is the same every single time for me. Um, and it's so redundant that I, I don't even realize it at times that I've just, I just, I just do it. I can do it with my eyes closed. Um, and, I, and I remain true to it, um, every single time, no matter where I am. Um, and the process for me is simple, where I just, every single client, I will have an initial con conversation to just get to know them better. Right? My goal there is to establish rapport with them, understand their finances on a high level, right? No application, no nothing. Um, and from there, and Kelly mentioned this, and Joanna mentioned this, taking a, taking a complete ap application, a 10 upfront, um, and, and I'm, I think I'm a little too harsh with this. I don't look at any file unless I have all the paperwork that I asked for. And the paperwork that I asked for is based on the conversation that we had. So it's specific, the goal there is to, to not have to go back and forth with the customer, really guide them through the process and have everything up front. This allows me to not make mistakes on the file. Um, and when I get into the file, I shut everything else down and I focus simply on that one application. And I'll start with the, just making sure I have a complete 1003, the two year history, the, the employment, everything, uh, all the paperwork. If I'm using bonus income, I have the bonus income. Um, if there are any large deposits, I'm addressing it all up front. While looking at the application, I also prepare my cover letter. So I really only go into the file once while working on the pre-approval, and once when they get their contract. That's it. Um, this allows me the, the time and energy to focus on everything else, and really I can allocate 30 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half, whatever the time I want to give to a file up front, and never have to worry about that file again. So my efficiency ratio, efficiency ratio improves because I'm doing all the work up front. You know, that's one thing that we see as a consistency when we're interviewing. We get to interview a lot of top producers. Process, process, process. And you said something that hit home for me is I'm never going to be the smartest guy in the room, but I'm going to be the doer, right? I'm going to get out and do all these activities. It doesn't take brain power to do any of this stuff. You just got to get out and do it, right? And 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 that is another thing that we see consistently across all of these top producers. So um 
Love, love, love that. Uh, Gitesh, you were also talking about uh, asking your realtors and clients for continuous feedback. What, how are you doing that? What, what, how does that help you? Well, it's simple, right? Feedback is a gift um, that we should be accepting whether it's good or bad. Last thing I want is for the client to leave me because I did something or said something they didn't like, or the realtor to leave me if I, if the customer said something that I, that I did that they didn't like because I asked for all the paperwork up front and some clients just want the estimate, whatever the case might be. Um, I actually go back to my realtors consistently every three to six months and ask them to tell me what can I do better. It really empowers them uh, and makes them feel that they, they are part of my process and I value their opinion and, and, and allows us to connect to the point that they come back to me sometimes and ask me for, their, for my feedback. Um, you know, the customer, I mean, I personally had a, an issue with, with a client where, um, you know, this is, this is 2022, maybe 2021, uh, multiple offers, this client's writing an offer and they really want the house. So I gave her my feedback on what I believe they should do. She felt I was too aggressive in my, in my advice. Told the realtor, realtor, realtor told me, that was not my intent. Well, this case, in this case, the realtor had the option to just not work with me again because the customer thought I was too aggressive. But instead she told me. So I just, I mean, I had the customer's application, so I sent them a uh, dozen cupcakes just to say, you know, I, I don't mean to be aggressive. My goal was to help you, but either way, I hope you enjoy your home, the new home uh, and keep me in mind if you need something else. Customer gave that feedback to the realtor. Realtor was happy and no one was thinking about me being aggressive anymore. They were enjoying the cupcakes. Um, I love that. I love that. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some other feedback things that you've gotten that you've maybe adjusted because of? So, there are couple, so one of the feedbacks I get is, you know, you ask for a lot of paperwork up front. I tell the customer. The <laughs> We've all heard that I one not before. That. So I don't adjust that uh, because my proposition to the realtors when I meet with them the first time is that my job is that, that is to make sure that you don't have to do my job or worry about my job, right? So when the realtor goes to show a house, they can show a house and be confident that they will go to closing and not have to worry about, do I have all the paperwork? Did I miss something or whatever? And when a realtor says to me, you ask for too much paperwork, I ask them, I say, well, do you want to be confident as you are every time you go, go out with a customer to show them a house? And they say, yes. And I say, well, that I am not changing my, 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 my process. That's my process. It works every single time. What we can do is you can now tell the customer up front that I'm going to ask for all the paperwork to make sure that they can focus on buying a home and not have to worry about chasing documents. So that's the, that's the feedback that I get on it is simply say no. That's awesome. Uh, real quick to you, anyone that's got a really good process, they're usually very efficient with technologies. What, what technologies are you using? Like mortgage uh, coach, so CRMs, mortgage what, what are you using? Yeah, so a, a shameless plug for Blend. So love Blend. I was on Fairway Express, I think, which was not one of my favorites. I know you're a big fan of Fairway now. Um, I didn't like that either because it gave the customer the option to do an incomplete app, and I don't like incomplete apps. Uh, so Blend is amazing. That really helped, helped me out a lot. Uh, once it was introduced, I begged to be on it. Um, so that works out great. Um, mortgage coach, I do a mortgage coach for every single one of my clients. Um, 
every single one. I, and I copied the realtor on it and, and walked them through it. I'm not big on videos, so I don't do any videos. I just do, do a call with the customer, walk them through it. They love the technology. And then MBS Highway, whether I'm using it with the, with the clients or with realtors to just help educate them. Uh, and, and clients love Mortgage Coach. That's awesome. That's that's great. Thank you, sir. Really, really appreciate you being on. Uh, and by the way, uh, I did finally get off Fairway now and go to Complete Blend, and I love the co-pilot part of speaking of incomplete apps. Yeah. You can help them finish the app when you have that seventy-year-old buyer that has no idea what's happening. You can you can take that on. So, uh, absolutely love that. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you getting on, man. Thank you, Eric. Eric White, how are you, I'm sir? Here. I'm doing great. All right. Tell everybody where you're from uh, and how long you've been at Fairway. I've been at Fairway four and a half years. Okay. Um, my office is in McKinney, Texas, but spent the majority of my career in central Illinois, Peoria, Illinois. Okay, nice. Not too far away from me. The mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the Chiefs, right? That's the minor league baseball. Yeah, yes, team. yes. The Peoria Chiefs. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Uh, and then give us some numbers from last year. Uh, 154 units for about 25 million. Smaller okay. loan sizes. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, I know all about smaller loan sizes uh, for sure. I'm a units guy here in Indiana. So. Always have been. Yes. Yes. Yep. All right. You know what? Just like anytime when we start, uh, you know, getting several top producers on work, you're going to see like some consistent things that they're doing. You talked about focusing on daily disciplines. We, we kind of walk us through that. Sure. And, and I was going to say the same thing. It's yes. It, we, we all have the same things. It's not, you know, it's nothing spectacular. Oftentimes it's just the little things that we all do consistently that get the success. Um, I'm a big believer. I always have been in, if you focus on the little things, then you can trust the process that the big things will happen. So for me, my whole career, it's always started off with, you know, I set a goal every day, every week for the number of credit pulls that I'm going to get. And I start with that. I always know if I get enough applications, if I get enough prospects that my, my, my bucket will be full at the end of the month. And so I've always focused on that. And then on top of that, it's it's focusing on whether, you know, whether it's realtor calls or follow ups or whatever those things are. It's all about just committing to those things that you're going to do every day. And that's what's probably been my biggest key to success for consistency over 30 years this year. Yeah, and I I think we all notice this, but right. Everybody in this company has these daily disciplines. Heck, Jake sends out a, a, a email every single morning, right? Like he mm -hmm. wishes people happy birthday every day. Like those are the daily disciplines. And once you get, once you get that part of your system, it, it just becomes natural. It just becomes something you do every day. Uh, and these things start to pay off and work and work and work. So uh, Linda Davidson actually taught me one. Uh, Linda, real quick, you told me, wish everybody happy birthday on Sunday on Facebook, right? Don't you do that? Yes. Yeah, that yeah, works that, for you, right? For the, wait, for the week, and then yeah. that way you don't have to worry about it. And, yeah. and also you get more response because if you do it the day, everybody else does it. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely love that one. I, I stole that from you. So uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, Eric, to, you know, people get, um, they're like, yeah, I don't know about technology. I don't, I'm, I'm old school. I'm going to use six cell spreadsheets and I'm going to do this and I'm going to write it down on a pad. And, uh, but you talked about a CRM is one of the most important things. Uh, I always tell people, if you don't have any other technology, you need a CRM. Uh, what are you using? How are you using it? Walk us through that. Sure. I use big purple dot. Okay. Um, and I used, I, and my um, 
my assistants on the call, she will attest it. It was about six, seven years ago where I finally, I, I brought a CRM into my branch and I said, this is great for all the other loan officers. I've, I've got my system, my Excel spreadsheet, my whiteboard. And it took me a couple of years before I converted. And once I converted, I don't do anything without my CRM, whether that's my new prospect follow-ups, my leads I follow up on, realtor communication, recruiting, everything is just planned through my CRM. And I know if I work through what's structured in my CRM, then I've accomplished what I needed to for that day because I put everything into it. So it really does, it takes the, um, it takes the guesswork out of it. And that, that did, you know, that question mark at the end of the day, if you accomplished everything and, you know, to Kelly's points about notes, that's what I use my CRM for. I put full notes in that file. So I do help my future self. All those types of things are consistent. And I use the CRM for that as well. So that when I go look at a file three weeks from now and a customer calls in, I've got all my notes. I've got all my things, everything in one place with my follow-up process all laid out. It really takes the guesswork out of the, you know, the, the daily things I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah. Now, did you have to do a lot of build out with Big Purple Dot or was that pretty easy? Walk us through that. I've heard some some mixed opinions there. Every CRM, if you're going to use a CRM, it takes some build out. I was just on a call um, yesterday with the with the lead team. We were that's half of what we were talking about was was the structure of building out a CRM. It does take some work. And quite frankly, that's not my expertise. I know what I want a CRM to do. I know I want the outcome to be, but I'm not an expert. So I have somebody on my team who is, and she helps, you know, when I have something I need to get done, we talk about it. And then a few days later, it's, it's implemented, but you know, it's more about knowing what you're trying to get accomplished is what you have to start with. But yeah, I'm, I am not a CRM guru by any stretch. I just know what I want the outcome to be. Again, back to talking to Kelly is, you know, if you don't know it, go find someone that does and mm. get some help with it. I don't know how to make TikToks. I probably can figure it out, but I want TikToks made. I want reels made for our group. And, and so we're going to go find that person, right? Uh, so go go get help. That's okay. Um, you know, again, back to what we've heard a lot of these people, and this is part of what I do very, I think, pretty well, is you're managing your pre-qualification process. Uh, will you talk us through that? Will you, we kind of, you know, step one, step two, step three for us. Sure. I, and I, and I think this is the thing that probably helps me convert. Cause I, my, my book of business is very similar to Joanna's very world development, heavy, very bond, heavy, very FHA heavy. So it's a lot of first time home buyers. It's a lot of people that need structure. They need help. They come in with doubt. And I really come into the application with the end in mind. And I'm really, I look at myself almost more of a, as a coach than an originator with those clients. What are their goals? What are they trying to accomplish? And then at the end of it, it's about when I get done with that conversation, we only move forward if number one, I control the entire process, which makes me a little bit of a control freak, but you know, I want to know who their realtor is. I want to talk to their realtor or set them up with a realtor and, and they need to believe that they can do it. And then they need to have a clear plan on how to get there. Too many times we run their credit and we pre-approve them for the amount that they want and they still don't even believe that they really can or they don't know how it's going to happen. And I found people close quicker and they convert faster if they have a very clear next step, a very clear follow-up process on what comes next. Get me your documents, then we're going to talk to a realtor, then we're going to do this, and then we're going to do that. And that's what helps me move people through the buying process and that's what we spent a lot of time on our team talking about is, is moving people through that process as efficiently as possible. I am the exact same way, man. Like, I'm not going to, just like Gatesha, I'm not going to look at your stuff until you send me everything. Mm -hmm. Some realtors get mad about that, but I'm okay with that. Like, 
I'm not going to be for every buyer, right? It's okay if you go somewhere else, but I'm going to be the most efficient and you are going to close on time and you're going to get the best service and all of that. But you do have to kind of play by my rules. You feel that same way? Yeah, it's it's, it's all about control. The, the analogy I always use is I'm the one driving the bus. I know where we need to go. The minute I give the steering wheel to somebody else, we don't get there. So whether that's the realtor, the buyer, their dad, whoever that might be, if we can't control them, we are the ones that know how to get the fastest route to the place we're trying to go. Um, and the minute you let somebody else start driving that, it's it might get there, but it's not going to get there as efficiently. And that's that's my you know that's my job is to help make that happen for them as as easily as possible. Right. We're using GPS. You guys are just you're you're going yeah, back. You're, you're guessing, and yeah, we yeah. we've already been on this route before. I love that, and and I always tell my realtor partners, I'm like, I I promise you, I will not talk to them about homes or your side of the thing. I know you are the expert there. Just leave, like, let, let me be the expert on this side, right? Exactly. Awesome. 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 Eric, thank you so much for getting on. We truly appreciate you, man. Uh, and uh, I want to bring in Pistol now. Pistol, hey, Austin, uh, I, Austin, we talked about this earlier. He's at home. I think hey, he's Austin. got a chalkboard or something behind him, but uh, uh, no balloons this time. Uh, what, what do you got for us today, buddy? Well, first of all, Kerry started out, these two gals yesterday talking about whatever they talked about. I can't, I don't qualify as a top 10 person to do it, but what they're telling you, if you get in that class, it'll make a difference what you want to do. And Nell was on with Dan and uh, Barry Abib. Uh, he he was terrific too. And these people on today, I've seen, I say this all the time. If you listen, you can implement, implement what they're doing right away. No tricks involved with this stuff. You can do this stuff. And Joanna was a terrific you know, she says she's a service with a smile, and she does what Andy Andrews always wants people to do, smile when you talk. So she's terrific on that. She loves the 1003 and doing great stuff. Uh, Kelly, you know, it, it sets goals. That's very simple, and she does it, and she's a big planner. She uses videos, and she follows up what she's going to do and, and, and work from there. And the difference between Kelly and myself, she gets up and gets ready to run a couple of miles. I just have to get out of bed, have both feet on the floor, and then my day starts. I can't do all the rest of that stuff. Uh, Gresham, he does his podcast and, and his feedback. That's, uh, that feedback thing is fantastic to me. Asking people, you get to know them so much better. You talk about other things other than, than the business, and it was terrific. And Eric White, Little things make a big difference. You know, focus on the clients and do the things yourself that make them all work. He says he sets up and wants to do so many uh, credit polls in a week. That's what he does, and it helps him get through. And I, and I just say, these people were fantastic, as everybody's been on these calls, but you can do these things that they're talking about without making a big change in what you're doing. Thanks, Austin. Pistol, we always appreciate you, man. And you you have so much knowledge and, and things to give to us. So thank you for being on this call every time. Uh, I Before we get to Jake, we're pretty honored. One of my favorites is here and wants to say something. I want to bring in Steiny. Oh, dude, I'm honored to be a favorite. That's cool. And and uh, uh, nobody better than the hey, energy. He's got to be a favorite of someone. Right? <laughs> hey, settle down. Uh, uh, Pistol, the energy bunny. Nobody can follow him and, and do it justice. But hey, I just wanted to make a couple comments on Eric. Uh, 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 have worked with him now for several years and he and his wonderful wife, Johanna, work in the branch together. They have six kids together. Eric coaches. Johanna's running the kids all over the world. Um, uh, for people that, and, and Eric 
normally last year 150 units normally is over 200. Anybody thinking they don't have enough time or they can't get it done, if that isn't enough of a uh, you know an idea to say, hey, I mean it, the work can get done, and those guys have have it, it's been fun to watch them grind. They do a great job. So just wanted to throw that out there, Austin. I appreciate you giving me the the time. No, thank you for joining us, man. We like I said, we appreciate you and and all the rest of the exec team getting on this call. Uh, by the way, Katie White uh, was going to be a guest. Uh, she unfortunately had some power issues uh, down in Austin, Texas, and and she couldn't get on the call. So, um, Jake, what what do you got for us? Well, I think this is a great example, like everybody said, of of the how to and how cool it is. And I, you know, you, you take an Eric White, and you anytime you ever see Eric, he's just working. That's that's what he does, right? And to know you're in the same market as Linda and know how good of people you both are, that's kind of a testament. If you have the right people in markets, there's room for people in markets. And it's all about, and I know it sounds corny, but it's all about the humility and the kindness. If you have the right humility and kindness, you can visit through, you can, I mean, Linda's been in the business X amount of years. I know she's got, these are her agents. Eric Starton, he's got agents in, in Illinois. He's got, but that's just about communicating with each other. And if, it, if you have the right good-hearted people, um, every time I've ever seen Eric, I can't talk to him. He's got his phone by his ear. And, you know, I'm going by him. I said, dude, how many apps do you get? To? How many, dude, I got credit pulls. I got credit pulls. I mean, there's a consistency and discipline. Eric, remember that time in Madison? We used to do it at the Monona Terrace. I couldn't even talk to you, dude. You were so busy. You're so, But that's the point. There's consistency. You got Kelly, what she does consistently all the time. You got G, what he does all the time. You got Joanna, what she does all the time. And like somebody said, it's not about um, anything special. It's about doing the work. I mean, Kelly works hard. You see it all the time. G works hard. Eric works hard. Joanna works hard. That's the discipline. You got to work. It doesn't come. I mean, Brian down in Florida, I know Brian works. I sent, You can sense it. And so I think that discipline, that takeaway, um, Lars, we know you work, like you said, and hey, I'm never going to be the sharpest person in any room. Unless I'm at a bait shop, I'm um, talking about stupid stuff that I might I might have a chance. But um, that's about it. You know, you just you got to do the work. And it's about humble, unpretentious, helping people, kindness. And those four people that talk, they all exude that whole point. So that's all I got, big boy. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And uh, any of you guys in the chat, I, I apologize. I lost track of the chat a little bit. So uh, what Jake talked about up front and uh, and doing some stuff with uh, Chelsea and Giselle, go ahead and email the Ignite Exec Team at fairwaymc.com. Ignite Exec Team, fairwaymc.com, if that's something that you want to do. Uh, real quick before we leave, Carrie, uh, will you finish us out? Uh, just kind of a reminder of what Ignite has going on again. You got it. Three things are dropped in the chat. If you want to sign up for Chelsea and Giselle, the link is there. Half off Ignite as the code. Divorce Lending Pro, that link's there if you're interested. And lastly, that real estate roadshow, Paula Kilblock, Christine Claycomb, Paul Kress, Steve Jacobson, and Austin Lahr, February 15th. Click to register, share with your agents. That's it. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And thank you, Kathy Fitzpatrick, for putting all the behind the scenes stuff together on this one. Uh, everyone have a good rest of your Thursday.